Hey there, Ralph Garman here. Thanks so much for checking out this free edition of The Ralph Report. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Subscribe to The Ralph Report so we can put some fun in your ears five days a week. And you can listen for as little as $3 a month. So subscribe today so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up. Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to The Ralph Report. It is a brand new show for you for a brand new week. Today's date, why, it's Monday, July 4th. That's pretty. Big report on that one. Wow. Like hot dogs in here. Finale. Go to the finale. So much. Oh, that was pretty. Wow. Yeah. Oh. All right. Woo. Okay. Wow. Look, it's the big finale. Oh. Happy Independence Day, happy, America. Happy July 4th. Happy July 4th. I saw a comedian on uh, Twitter yesterday yeah. who said, uh, I forget his name. I wish I could give him credit, but I can't because I don't remember his name. But he said, uh, this July 4th, it feels like going to a birthday party to somebody who's in a hospice care. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh. It's, it feels, this one feels a little weird. Yeah, it's a little weird, but here's, here's my take, yeah. kids. Here's how I feel about this July 4th Independence Day that we're celebrating today. America is a great idea. Yes. It is a remarkable invention of the best of intentions of some of the best minds of its time. Yes. And I still believe it has that potential. And so I choose to celebrate on this day this glorious experiment that goes up and down, it ebbs, it wanes, it, 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 there are hills and valleys. It is an imperfect union, but I, I still believe in the, in the promise and in the premise of what America stands for. Yeah. So that's what I celebrate today. Yeah, and we, we all have to keep working at it. Exactly. It's a work in progress. And uh, I've been accused on this program, Eddie Pence, you maybe find, find this hard to believe. What? I've been accused of uh, expressing anti-American sentiments. No. Yes, it's true. Believe it or not. But isn't it to be an American to be critical of America? See, that would be my point. I believe... How do you make to, it better without being critical of it? To be a patriot is to love what your country can be. Yes. And to, and to try to push it in that direction to right. make it the best that it can be. Yeah. I think just to accept it the way it is and say, it's the greatest country in the world and it's the best and love it or leave it and it's the greatest is uh is short-sighted at best yeah. it's it's a blind kind of love which is not healthy in yeah. my opinion you don't your kid doesn't bring home a d report card and hang it up in the refrigerator you say oh it's okay because you're <laughs> no. my kid i love you so you can do anything you're the best ever no you go like hey how can we make you how we make this better let's if, keep working at it if he's if he's lifting <laughs> watches down at the pawn shop <laughs> and comes home with a pocket full of watches right. you don't say well i love you so it doesn't matter if you made a mistake i'm gonna love you uh Regardless, yeah, you still love your kid, but, but you, you want... have to correct your children. Well, right, and America is my child. I've never understood you can't be critical of something. No, that's and that's still ridiculous. Love it. It that's makes... ridiculous. Yeah. 
It'd be like it'd be like being a fan of the Washington Commanders oh and God. not hating what a failed organization and I awful, hate, awful team. I they hate are. Dan Snyder with every fiber of my being, right. but I will cheer for that team every See, Sunday. See, you're still a fan, but you recognize it's, how dysfunctional it's it is. Enormous flaws and just horror. What a until what a, Commander what, Wentz sets everything straight this a, season. What a dumpster fire that team is. That's. That's being a true I don't true know why fan. we have to bring the commanders into this discussion. I don't know. I was just thinking Washington, thinking 4th of July, thinking uh, well, politics. You do think America. You do think the commanders. I think of Washington, D.C., the, uh, the, the, the seat of government here for us. <laughs> so anyway, if you're an American, happy Independence Day. If you're not an American, well, it's just, it's just July 4th just for you. day for you guys. Year of Science 2022. Science! All hell science. It is right to give science thanks and praise, just like it's right for you guys to be with us here today. I am your old podcast pal. My name, it's Ralph Garman. And sitting here in the Batcave with me is the Rear Admiral himself, the Sheriff of Ghost Town, Mayor of Myrtle Beach. It's Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody. Yo ho, Eddie. Any big 4th of July plans today, Eddie Pence, for uh, you and the Pence family? We might head down to the, the, the beach or something. Yeah, I don't will. know. I don't know. We may go for a hike or something. Oh. No, no morning sex, that's for sure. <laughs> Not since the kid. Trace, Tracy's put a kibosh on the morning sex. She's just... <laughs> really? She's, she's, she's like she's one little... She's too afraid now. Too afraid. One bad apple don't spoil the whole bunch, uh, Apparently girl. this one is a really bad apple. It's it's out the wind. Like, and I, I'm a morning sex person because my testosterone levels are too low by the end of the day. Yeah, you need to recharge overnight just, so, to, just to even think about it. If you want to tear off a piece of me, it's got to be before 9 a.m. Oh, she must be heartbroken not getting the... <laughs> The hunk of man that, that you are. I mean, if you want a good sturgid. All right. It's turgid, by turgid, the way. It's sturgid. not sturgid. <laughs> You're thinking of the Sturgis bike rally. That thing. You want like a real hefty hog coming at you. Real Sturgis hog plowing down your highway. You got to hit me up before 11. So that's a combination of Sturgis and turgid. Right. It's just a big, sturgid. Revving up hog, just oh my god, big Harley coming at you. Yeah, that's me. Well, uh, sorry to hear that. Sorry, no more you know, sex for you, but it's, uh, it's okay. I'm gonna get you some samples of the little little blue pill and see. You oh, I, I'm, I'm interested. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. There's no, nothing's off limits. Okay. Hey, people were wondering, did you ever find out what the kid wanted when he was knocking on the door in that morning sex session? Uh, he no, he. I think he just, in, he just wanted to see he, what, what was up. He wanted breakfast. Uh. There you go. Is what he wanted. Kids. Like, fucking throw a bagel in, dude. There's an egg in the freezer. Go Man, for it. You feed them once, and they, they expect keep coming it every day. Like fucking pigeons. <laughs> See, that's why you can't feed them at first. Children. <laughs> you start a bad precedent. Kids are like pigeons, man. Well, um, I'm sorry to hear I know. Right, me too. But we're going to carry on. Nonetheless, we're going to have a special uh, 4th of July show, just like we did on Friday with our uh, Canada Day show. Oh, yeah. It's all holidays all the time. Here on the Ralph Report. Uh, we got a hell of a show lined up for you today, kids. Because on the counter, you want to know why? Well, not only is it Independence Day, mm -hmm. but it's also Munchin' Monday. Special Munchin' Monday today, as promised on Friday, which was Canada Day. We'll continue to celebrate our neighbors to the north by indulging in one of their newest frozen taste sensations, the French sickle. 
brought to you by the good people at French's Ketchup up oh, there in, in Canada. It is a, a sweet and savory frozen concoction based on French's famous ketchup up there. It's just frozen ketchup. It's more than that. What more? What more? It's what more? We'll talk about it when we get to the Munch and Monday segment. We'll go mm. through the recipe, which French's was kind enough to provide all of us on the internet. So it was easy to whip up a batch here in the Did back. Did you throw cave. some tater tots into the mix? No, it's There's, just the Frenchicle. I still want just the ketchup do, by just, itself is gross. It's not just ketchup by itself. It's a Frenchicle, okay? That doesn't mean anything. It's got it's got a sweet and savory summertime glow about it. I don't know what it. savory means. What does savory even mean? It's not sweet. It's more salty. So Let's it's say like salty. Sal salty and sweet. Let's say salty. Stop saying savory. I keep thinking of sweating meat when you say savory. <laughs> like a big piece of sweaty ham. I don't know why you would think that. That's what savory sounds like. Uh, we're going to do our raffle today as well. We're going to give out the uh, spectacular <laughs> Myrtle Beach <laughs> one-of-a-kind airbrush t-shirt. One of one. As we thank everyone who raised <laughs> so much money, by the way, for Renty and Sasha and their four kids. Steve Ashton's good friend who is mm. uh, dealing with a terminal cancer diagnosis and his family are trying to enjoy the time they have left and also try to prepare a little bit for the future. And I got to say, I, this may be uh, the biggest response we've ever gotten for a raffle. And wow. uh, I was over, overwhelmed by your kindness and generosity, Garmin. So, uh, Garmin, not Garmin. <laughs> You're him. So I'm me. That's you. That's them. So uh, thank you so much, kids. It was uh, it was really remarkable. Entertainment news, your phone calls, all that good stuff. You're going to say, yeah, this feels like a party. This feels like a holiday show. Doc Garon D. That's what I'm saying. So let's jump right into it, shall we? Um, before we get any further, mm -hmm. did you know that fireworks, speaking of the 4th of July, fireworks were originally used as early as 200 BC. They're a Chinese thing, yeah, right? It's yeah, it's a Chinese invention. They would celebrate with them as early as 200 BC. Wow, that'd scare some people. That's kind of crazy. Uh, the very first fireworks display in these United States were on July 4th, 1777, a year oh, later. A year after. To celebrate mm -hmm. the independence. Eddie Pence, any guess as to what major metropolitan city had the very first fireworks oh, display sucks, in man. America? Myrtle Beach. That's incorrect. Yes, I do. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh-huh. You're welcome uh -huh. for fireworks. Thanks for scaring all the dogs. Oh, dogs are pussies. Uh, fucking frightens dogs. They're terrible. <laughs> they do We can do dogs. without the fireworks. No, fireworks should be maintained mm. in their locales. Yeah. But people shouldn't be in their neighborhoods just throwing MADs around and stuff. And yeah. They're not spouting them off. They're spouting them off. No, spouting off is when you say something out loud, Eddie. Look, it's not just, it's not exploding Fireworks things. say stuff out loud. Uh, I, gotta, I gotta listen to you more carefully. I'm sorry. Because people are catching me. They're saying, <laughs> Eddie said this and you just kept going and didn't even hear it. I so now like, I'm really kind of zoned in. I like to keep people on their toes. And sturgeon and spouting off. I gotta really watch you. <laughs> Uh, more uh, 4th of July factoids before we move forward. Yeah. John Adams, founding father John Adams, yeah. believed in his heart of heart that July 2nd was the correct date on which to celebrate the birth of American independence. Because that's when they decided to declare their independence versus when the document, the Declaration of Independence was dated. So he thought July 2nd should be Independence Day. Yeah. And as a result... 
he refused to attend any 4th of July events for the remainder of his life. What a crybaby. As protest. Jesus. What a fucking snowflake. Who gives a shit? John it's Adams No, uh, it's the second. I'm not going, Thomas Jefferson, to your stupid party. See, and that's perfect for America. It is. That's absolutely perfect. Just pouty and divided about the most ridiculous yep. things. So there's some factoids for you. Interesting. All right, let's jump into our own citizenry, shall we? The Garmy. We love it when you reach out to us, kids. Uh, no, let's do the raffle first. Oh. Yeah, let's do that okay. first because uh, I, I want to. You want to get rid of the shirt really quick. I would do. I want to get the shirt out of here as, as quickly as possible. <laughs> but I do want to thank everyone who donated. It was, again, uh, remarkable. And I've heard some complaints in the past uh, when we do the raffle that people say, why do you have to list the names of everybody who donated? That's boring to me. I've gotten emails well, complaining just skip about ahead that. ahead 10 seconds. That would be my point. And this, this, and the reason I bring it up is because this is the longest name of list, I, uh, list of names I think I've ever talked about on That's this show. That's awesome that people go out of their way to donate money. But my point is exactly that. It is awesome, and I think these people deserve to be recognized. Yeah. And so if you're one of those people who finds it boring when I read everyone's name out who donated, yeah. then just please fast forward yeah. because I don't want to let these people no, they should have their names not right. be recognized, uh, especially this first batch of people. These were the uh, remarkably generous people who just went above and beyond with their donations, uh, including Josh Tanner. And Josh, by the way, donated a portion of the money that was left to him by his father, who just passed away this week. Oh, my God. So he said there was one of the positives generated by my dad's passing was his ability to be able to donate some of that money to wow, this that gave cause. me goosebumps. So that's the kind of stuff we're talking wow. about here. And that's, these are the kind of people that I want to recognize. Uh, Ken Simalo, he... Uh, recently lost his wife to cancer. And mm. so he understands what uh, Renty's family is dealing with. And he donated. Uh, Julie Marrero, very generous donation, Julie. Thank you. Christy Turpin, Penn Seng, Eric Fleming, Jess Bone, Tim Ridley, Pam Myers, Kristen Farley, Raphael D. Oliveira, uh, Scott Hamlin, Lisa Cooper, who always donates uh, a, a big number. Thank yeah. you, Lisa. Andrew Lash, Raymond Proventure, John Mag Magirl, Magirl, John McGurl. I'm finally learning how to say your name, John. Uh, James Bain, KB, our friend Karen Border in LA. Angela Tenorino, Dave Collins, and Gigi Robledo always all gave uh, more than generous donations. So I wanted to spotlight them. Here's the rest of the gang. And, and this is proof positive, kids, that Every bit helps, and it all adds yeah. up, and it all makes a difference. So regardless of what you donated, the fact that you took the time and energy and opened up your hearts and your wallets like this, you're going to see the difference it makes and will make in the lives of Renty and Sasha and their four young children. By the way, Renty's last job, Steve was telling me before he was uh, stricken with his disease, he was driving around old and infirmed people to help them get around. Oh, my God. And Sasha, his wife, works with at-risk children. So these are two, two, giving people. two quality people wow. who don't deserve the hell that they're currently no, they going don't. through. So uh, we're going to help them out with some cash. Uh, Leanne Hollingsworth, Nanette Earhart, Topher Sheckler, Tisha Rashid, Sean Barger, Craig McBride, Garrett Simpson, Raul Sanchez, Marnie Leahy, Derek Hawthorne, John Morrison, Emma Haddon, Charlene Walsh, Jonathan Sims, Craig McBride, Elizabeth Chang, Michael Campos, Sergio Cervantes, Jeffrey Seda, Tammy Rogers, Bridget Klink, James Schaffner, 
Corinne Pastor, Lisa Rowley, Nini Swanson, Andrea Jones, Luke Robotham, Jennifer Silva, Janet John, Mike Bolster, Brian Jones, ZZ Todd, Mario Plazola, Chad Silverstein, James Croaxel, Robert Miller, Ken Christensen, Brian Prezo, Mark Ramillo, Gary Morris, Garrett Winters, Matt Burke, John Webster, Phil Fetto, Nader Raffian, Mike Liao, Justin Sorelli, uh, Sean Williams, Angie Bacon, Corey Perwarski, Rebecca Zimmer, Lauren Friedman, Robin Maloney, Tiffany McHugh, Tim Dawson, Matt Hobson, Grant Miner, Alana Van, Aaron Sandandrea, Derek Furlot, Oscar Villa, Carl Butel, Kelly Salt Sawyer, Sky Nelson, David Green, Gina Slobogan, Susan Schloter, Ian Strang, Racine Bailey, Frederick Steinmiller, Colin Pitts, Brandon Smith, Jackie Applegate, Stu Greenberg, Michael Olson, James Rayburn, Alistair Wallace, Bridget Falk, our own Bridget from Long Island, Kathy Jackson, John Cowan, Nicole Bush, Michelle Morrison, Jana Bond, Robin Maloney, Seth Berry, Carly Smith, Eric Snyder, Matt Langford, Christopher Gagne, Phil Esposito, Jeff O'Connell, Will Cox, Brian Turner, Rosie Galindo, Judy Wang, and Travis Zimmerman all donated to this wow, cause. what a list. Man. It is an enormous list of enormously generous people, so I thank each and every one of you. Uh, the family, the Paces, were trying to raise a 1,000 pounds to help provide some memories to Richard, a.k.a. Renty, and his family as they prepare to say goodbye. Um, then when his, his diagnosis took a turn for the worse, it's more about trying to uh, give him palliative, palliative care and yeah. um, also probably will pay for funeral expenses at this point. They were trying to raise 1,000 pounds. As of this recording, they had raised 11,776 pounds. Wow. Of that, the Garmy's responsible for almost 9,000 pounds oh of God. that. So, <laughs> Again, thank you so much for all of your kindness. And uh, it seems like when it gets personal, it's when Garmy members show up the most. That's amazing. And a lot of these folks wrote little notes saying it was the first time that they had donated to a raffle because they were uh, so motivated yeah. to uh, to help out. Well, everybody wants family. that shirt. That's I don't know. I think really they really the want that Myrtle Beach shirt. Shirt is uh, is ass, <laughs> but it'll be a nice uh, reminder of uh, of a good thing that you did. Should you win, you know how it works. Let me reach over and get the uh, the bowl here. Inside oh, the bowl, can't fake that. Is the name of everybody who donated written on little slips of paper and. Uh, what I'm going to do is hand it over to Eddie Pence. He's going to reach in and pull out a name. There it reach is. Reach in there deep. Got that. Get a name. There it is. All right, one second. The winner of this god-awful, one-of-a-kind Myrtle Beach airbrush t-shirt is... Bridget Clink. Bridget Clink. Congratulations, Bridget, I suppose. Congratulations. Now, Bridget, there's some care that goes into this shirt. Oh, my God. You have to wash it in cold mm -hmm. and tumble or hang dry. Oh, boy. Do not dry it in heat. Do not wash in warm or hot water. Because it will fall the fuck apart. No. Because it, it, it is not high quality the merch. The t-shirt is high quality. Uh-huh. The spray paint will come off. Oh, boy. So wash in cold and then hang dry preferably. This is a disaster waiting so, to happen. Bridget, congratulations. 
I guess. <laughs> but thank you everyone who just went above and beyond and just showed what enormous hearts the Garmy has. I'm just so proud that you guys listen to this program. I truly mean that. All right, let's turn our attention to the rest of the Garmy. We love it when you reach out to us, especially when you call us up on the Ralph Report hotline. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, it's available to you. All you got to do is dial up that number, one 833 Hi, Ralph. Yeah, I listen to each and every message that you leave. Any thought, feeling, question, comment on your mind, and then I grab a handful and put them here in a segment known as Garmy on the Line. The telephone is ringing. The Garmy's on the line. Ralph's gonna play your calls now. Let's see what's on your mind. Every Monday, we start the week off with a joke because we know Mondays can be hard to get yourself started. Yeah. A little comedy helps. It's called Mirthful Monday. Here's today's joke. Hey, uh, Ralph, Eddie, and Steve, and the rest of the crew. Uh, my name's Mike Coultry. I'm a uh, four-star from Pennsylvania. Uh, I'm leaving a Mirthful Monday message. Um, um, why is it bad when cows get hooked on marijuana? Cows on marijuana? I don't know why. Because the stakes are high. <laughs> I'll leave myself out. Thanks, LMB. The stakes are high. See Eddie. Oh, I got yeah. Now yeah. here's the thing. Yeah, we me. get our steaks from cows, aka beef right. from cows, yes. and that's spelled S T E A K, yes. right? Yes, 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 yes. But there's another the a homonym, I guess you would call steaks. it, where steaks S T A K E, which usually means like the uh, the circumstances. Right. Very. So they, when the when you say the stakes are high, yeah. it has a dual meaning right. there, and that's that. why right. that is funny. Yeah, Eddie. I. No, I don't think you understand. I, I'll explain it to you after I, the please show. Please don't. It's fine. Waste any more time. Um, here's what I mean about having to listen more carefully to Eddie Pence. What? Last week on Friday's show, we uh -huh. had a game yeah. celebrating our good friends in Canada Yeah. where I would play a theme song from an American TV show. Right. Eddie had to identify the show and then identify the Canadian actor, star of that show. Uh -huh. Well, I got to pay more attention, what? according to Jeff. Hey, good morning, Ralph. As I'm cleaning the fucking toothpaste off my fucking mirror, I need to understand who the fuck is Jeff Carey? Hmm. Fucking Eddie. And then you just went and parroted him. Yeah. All right. Love you, man. Bye. I think the complaint is maybe I didn't catch this question from last Friday's game show. Had to, had, to, had to cut out before they gave you the title. In of the living show. color. All right, you're halfway there. Jim Carrey. I said Jim Carrey. But he said Jeff Carrey. That says Jim Carrey. Did it? Say it again. <laughs> had, to, had, to, had to cut out before they gave you the title. In of the living show. color. All right, you're halfway there. Jim Carrey. Jim, oh, Carrey. Jim Carrey. Okay, everybody needs to settle right. the fuck down, trying to pick me apart I didn't hear and tear it. me down. I didn't hear it when I played. I it said back. Jim Carrey. When I when I put it on the soundboard, I listened to it. It sounded like Jeff Carrey. Now, when he's cleaning his toothpaste off his mirror, he needs to put his hearing aid in too. <laughs> All fuck. right. All right, sir. You were wrong. Way wrong. <laughs> why would I say Jeff Carrey? Well, I, I was. I could think the question. He didn't um, know why. Jim, my God. Eddie. Is right. 
So there you go. You owe you owe him an apology, and I guess I do too. Because yeah, I, when I was listening to the playback, I, I thought it Jim also, Carrey. I thought it was Jeff. I thought it was Jeff, Jeff too. Carrey. But we've straightened out that mystery. Mm. Now all is well. Mm. You're right. You should be happy. You were right. No, I'm angry. Don't be so angry. People just want to tear me down. No That's one all they to want to do. They just, just listen to tear me down. We just want to build you up, Buttercup. No. Uh, I was talking about this collectibles audition, audition auction that went on last week mm-hmm. uh, where the X-Wing fighters sold for like $2 yeah, million. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I mentioned that the Batgirl gloves didn't sell. Right. And I was hoping maybe I could get another crack at those. Right. And I happened to bring up the fact that I do have Adam West's screen-used Batman gloves from his costume mm-hmm. from the series. And that posed a question for this caller. Hi, Ralph. Um Concerning your call about the um, collectible auction on Batgirl's gloves, um, just had a thought because I know you own Adam West Batman's screen-worn gloves. I do. And have you ever, at night in the Batcave, when some intimate time comes along, all and right, okay, have you ever worn one of those Ugh. gloves and oh just uh, <laughs> lube and uh, uh, take care of yourself? Stop it. Or have you ever given yourself a stranger? Uh, where you're numb in your hand and, you know, feels like Adam West Batman is giving you a little bit of a rub and tug. How dare you? LMB. How dare you besmirch <laughs> the legacy that is Adam West and TV's Batman by trying to insinuate that I would use it as some sort of masturbatory aid. You're not denying it. I am denying it. And I am saying how I I find that concept repugnant and I I rebuke you, sir. You Mm. are rebuked. Mm. Mm. Consider yourself rebuked. I I can see it happening. And also they're 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 behind glass in a frame, (laughs) so I can't really get to them. (laughs) Hey, speaking of touching yourself. Hi, Ralph. I'm gonna leave my name anonymous. But I caught the call because I was taking a bath and listening to you guys. And for some reason, my mind drifted. And I just focused on your voice. And I started touching myself. And it felt good. And I just kind of imagined you. Anyways, I won't say anymore. I'll leave you with that. All right, bye. Right? Wow. wow. Yes, please. More of those calls. What about my voice? I don't know. Why wouldn't we couldn't do it three ways? No, no, no. Come on. Never, Why not, not once I'm ever. Here. I'm here. Let me participate. Because but but if it's in the afternoon, you're gonna be useless. We all know it's well, first just, thing in the morning or nothing for you. A bath in the morning. It'd be weird, but you could do it. And lastly, we always play upbeat music for you each and every episode to make your day a little bit brighter. We call those our happy hits. Here's today's request. Hey, Ralph, this is your uh, four-star joint chief. Um, I know you don't do birthday shout-outs. No. It's just coincidence that I'm calling in and my birthday is July 4th. Don't care. Um, But I was calling to see if you'd play me a happy hit. It also goes with um, the Misser lyrics, but... This is a, I mean, I, I like it the other way. The uh, the lyric is, um, uh, push it, make the beats go harder. But she does it in that little whispery voice. Mm-hmm. And I kind of prefer push it. Would you please go harder? 
uh, Garbage Push It uh, for a happy hit. All right. It's an awesome song. All right. Love you, mean it. Bye. You think he's twerking off while he's he might ca- be. calling this request in? He's got some stuff on his mind. You don't have to ask me to play Garbage twice. You know what an insane crush I have on lead singer Shirley Manson. Here's today's happy hit. Thanks to everybody who called in today. You, too, can be featured in the Garmy on the Line segment. Motor for that to happen, you got to call me. Hey there, it's Ralph Garman here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are... Why not subscribe to The Ralph Report so you can hear it every day, Monday through Friday? For just 15 cents a day, you can be a one-star general supporter, and that will get you the show in your ear holes Monday through Friday. Of course, there are two, three, and four-star general levels as well, which gets you more bonus content and more access to me. So if you like what you're hearing, why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash the Ralph Report. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Ralph Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. On this day, Mondays, we look back throughout history and we find out what happened on July 4th in history. Ralph's about to solve another mystery Like is today the day some dude invented Listerine Or maybe a tyrant king married his sister queen Who knows, every day seems to be an anniversary The Garmy's rubbing Ralph's lamp So grant our wishes, please And tell us what went down this day in history Well, I guess we gotta start off with the year 1776 That was the day that the U.S. Congress announced their independence from Great Britain And this country considers, uh this day, it's birthday. So that we wrote it on the paper, right? Yeah, according to John Adams, right. he's all chap-assed about it. Also, according to popular legend, it was only the, uh, it was the, one of the few times the Liberty Bell was rung oh. for the Second Continental Congress. Hmm. Eddie Pence, any guesses as oh to what my God. major metropolitan Just, city? There's going to be a lot of, lot of oh, Philly talk Jesus today. Christ. I, I, I'll do you a favor. I did this for you. Just made a little, just a little short. Thank you. You're welcome. Appreciate it. Uh, 1796. It was the first time the first Independence Day celebration was held 
uh, federally. First time it became a federal holiday. Oh, really? That's yeah, kind of late. A lot of years later. I guess they wanted to make sure it wanted to stick. Yeah, I guess. You never know. 1802, the uh, first U.S. military academy opened. West Point. It's also West Point's uh -huh. birthday today. I had a friend that taught there for a while. He's in the Army. Really? He's a professor at West Point. Hmm. Not Wet Point? Wet Point. No, it's a different school. I went to Wet Point. <laughs> you don't want to know what they taught you there. <laughs> 1803, the Louisiana Purchase was announced by President Thomas Jefferson. That gave us uh, Louisiana for the low, low price of $15 million. Well, it was a whole bunch of stuff. It wasn't just a little tiny Louisiana. It was that whole yeah. middle section, yeah, right? Yeah, the whole middle section. It, it, the French owned it, but it was only, only a small fraction was actually controlled by France. Yeah. Most of it was Native Americans. Yeah, <laughs> they just didn't know we bought it. <laughs> right, and so France said... We are going to go there and kick their ass and take their land, but uh, now you can do that instead. Thank you for the check. <laughs> and so they uh, they yeah. gave it to America, and then America went in there and did all the dirty work, took their land. So, uh, speaking of impressive feats in American history, 1817 on this day, Chief Engineer James Geddes, James Geddes rather, began the construction on the Erie Canal, one of the first great engineering works in North America. Yeah. Very impressive. Uh, on this day in 1826, past presidents, both Thomas Jefferson and John Adams, both died at the same time on the 50th anniversary of the Declaration That's of Independence. That's weird. It's like a murder-suicide thing? No, they weren't even close to each other, but they just passed away, coincidentally, on the 4th of July. At the same time. At the same time. Hmm. Isn't that crazy? Sounds suspicious. It's not suspicious. It's... What John Quincy Adams called the visible and palpable remarks of divine favor. Mm, sounds I'm saying God was blessing them by taking <laughs> them. Let me kill you guys. Taking them time. out on their magical day, on a people, special day. People love to connect dots when there are none. You don't know about the giant man in the sky. <laughs> like these two guys can die on this day. It, it was poetic justice. Is it? It's weird. 1827, slavery was abolished in New York State on this day. That's good. Good move, New York. In 1828, the cornerstone was laid for the Tremont House in Boston, Massachusetts. It was the first modern hotel in U.S. history. Hmm. Incorporated many of the hotel firsts that we think of as de rigueur, as they say. Like in robes and towels? Some of that stuff. Like that little do not disturb hanger thing? A uh, reception area when you oh, first okay. walk in. Yeah. First hotel to have that. All right. Well. Uh, locked rooms. That's a good idea. For the guests. That's, that should be first thing that was ever done in a hotel. Very good. Free soap. Okay. Yeah, you don't want to bring your soap. That was the, the, the little, invention. Little that, tiny ones. In, 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 innovation. Innovation that they came up with. That's how shitty that soap must have been. Oh, can you imagine? Because the hotel stuff soap you get counts. now is bullshit. <laughs> Bellboys. Oh. Help you up with your luggage. Okay. First time. Indoor plumbing. That's good. First yeah. hotel with indoor plumbing. You don't go to Toilets and baths. Crap in the reception area. <laughs> No, you would go outside to the outhouse, Eddie. You wouldn't just go downstairs. Shit in the platoon. <laughs> Spatoon, sorry. Spatoon. The shit tune. The P tune. Uh, 1829. Yeah. The U.S., the second U.S. Mint, the second mint in the United States was opened on this day. Any guesses, Eddie Pence, as to what major <sighs> metropolitan city? Just. <laughs> Just list them all right away and get it over with. Nope. We gotta space them out. Stop. In 1931, this country, this country, <laughs> in 
oh, let me try this all over Please again. start over. In 1831, uh-huh. this song was sung for the first time in Boston, Massachusetts. My country tis of the sweet land of liberty, of the ice My country tis of thee. Hmm. Okay. It's a famous It is a very patriotic famous song. song. It's a very famous patriotic song. Completely ripped off, by the way, from the Brits. Here's one of the British <laughs> national anthems, uh, God Save the Queen. Just slap new words on it. Does that make Steve angry? Does that probably make Steve pissed off, right? Oh, I don't we think just... he really cares. <laughs> but it's kind of like an F you to, to the UK. Well, I think we were still in the in that mode. We were still at F you to yeah, I guess. the UK back then. I suppose. Now we love them. Speaking of the UK, in 1837, the Grand Junction Railway began. It was the first long-distance railway. Opened between Birmingham and Liverpool. Hmm. Speaking of Steve Ashton, his hometown. Now, 1855, in Brooklyn, New York, the very first edition of Walt Whitman's book of poems, Leaves of Grass, was published. Interestingly enough, Whitman spent the most of, most of his professional life writing and rewriting the same collection of poems. As a result, there are about six to nine individual editions of the book, Leaves of Grass, because he kept going back and re-editing and rewriting like them. the George Lucas of poetry. He just couldn't put stop. it down. Just, just stop, dude. Stop. Uh, in that collection, of course, are Whitman's most famous poems, including, of course, Eddie, your, what do you think his most famous poem is? Oh, that's a whitehead. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Song of Myself. Okay. I Sing the Body Electric. Weird. <laughs> is that weird? Sing the Body Electric? Is yes. It fucking leaves of grass. None of it makes sense. It's all He's mag- just throwing fucking magic words together. Magic of the human body, the body electric. That's fucking dumb. Out of the Cradle, Endlessly Rocking. Another one of his famous poems. Fucking so full of himself with these titles. It's a whitehead was not one of much better and some we can all relate to. 1862, Charles Dodgson created a famous character for a little girl while he was on a family boat trip on the River Thames in Oxford. That little girl was named Alice Liddell, and he created a story called Alice in Wonderland Hmm. under his nom de plume, which is the name he wrote under. Yes, it's de plume. Lewis Carroll. The first edition of Alice's Adventures in Wonderland would be published on this same day, three years later in 1865. I didn't know it was so tied to July 4th. I didn't either. Hmm. Of course, it was just the 4th of July in England. Yeah, that's they, true. They didn't really weren't celebrating or anything. Uh, a firecracker thrown into some wood starts a fire that destroys half of Portland, Maine on this day in 1866. We're just talking about that. Don't be fucking shooting off your own firecrackers. Good to know that. People were assholes with fireworks as far back as 1866. Before that. Unbelievable. 1881, Booker T. Washington established the Tuskegee Institute there in mm. Alabama. In 1884, Paris presented the Statue of Liberty to the United States as a gift of friendship. Right. We got it from the Paris. The Paris. The Paris. We got it from the French. We got it from the Paris. Did you know that? Right. That the French gave us the I knew that. Lady Liberty. Yeah. Did you know Don't that? they have one over there? I don't know. I saw a national I've treasure. Never, I think there's another one over there. Is there one over there too? I think in the movie there was. Like a mini one? Or I think it's like a mini one. one or different. It's a different sized one. Yeah. When they gave it, when they first gave the statue to America, yeah. they left immediately. Ha ha, so ha, ha ha, I got it. Ha ha, bye bye. That's what they said <laughs> on their way out. Uh, 
Very first professional rodeo competition was held on this day in 1888 yeah. in Prescott, Arizona. Prescott or Prescott? It's spelled Prescott. It's pronounced okay. Prescott. Prescott. Okay. I learned that because my parents used to live not, not far from there. Oh, really? When they first retired and left Philadelphia, they worked their way west to be closer to the kids. And you said Prescott. They first ended up in a little town outside of Prescott. Mm -hmm. And so I was there once and I said, oh, that's nice as Prescott. And, and one, of the, one of the locals were like, oh, we, we pronounce it Prescott. <laughs> it's because you have a twang. That's, right that's why. All right, Tex. 1895, Catherine Lee Bates published a poem that would also become a famous American patriotic anthem. America, sweet America. You know, God done shed his grace on thee. Right? Right. It's a beautiful America, tune, especially when uh, Ray does it. Uh, on this day in 1918, mm -hmm. did you know America has its own Stonehenge? Yeah, I read a full-scale replica of Stonehenge was constructed at Mary Hill, Washington State. Yeah, I saw that somewhere. Why do we have a Stonehenge? Could, probably because the align the magnetic polar lines or something. Sure, that sounds like a good reason <laughs> to talk to the aliens. Stonehenge. Anytime I hear Stonehenge, that's immediately what goes into my mind. No one knew who they were. Who they were, what, what they were doing. <laughs> it's awesome. A little Stonehenge. Uh, it actually says here that it was it was to honor the dead of World War One. Hmm. Why, why, why would they do it off of Stonehenge? Because it was believed at one time that Stonehenge was actually an ground, altar right? of sacrifice. Yeah. That the Druids would uh, yeah. do sacrifices on it. Yeah. And so this was a representation that human beings were being sacrificed to the god of war. Ah. And it was a pacifist. So it was a statement. Created. It was a statement. Not really piece. a memorial. Not, not really. Well, it was to pay tribute to the dead. Right. But also to, as a warning that we are still <laughs> letting people die for the wrong right. reasons. Well, I suppose. As long as there'll be people, we'll be doing that. Yes. 1939, Lou Gehrig became the first major league baseball player to have his number retired on his appreciation day at Yankee Stadium on July 4th made his iconic speech he had been stricken with a uh, that debilitating disease ALS mm -hmm. and he was retiring from baseball because of it and uh, everyone was very sad but Lou got up there and talked about how blessed he felt today, today I, consider I consider myself the luckiest, the luckiest man, man on the face, on the of, the face earth. of the earth Quite a famous speech. Yes. And then Gary Cooper played him in the movie about his life and oh, yeah. made it even more famous. Uh, on this day in 1956, at a 4th of July family picnic, Milton Levine came up with the idea for the ant farm. <laughs> and Uncle Milton's ant farm was born. A millionaire, right? Yeah, made a millionaire. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, also on this day in 1960, America's brand new 50-star flag honoring the Hawaiian statehood was unfurled for the first yeah. time. First time we ever saw a flag with 50 stars on it on this day in 1960. 1964, America had a brand new number one hit. Now, what band could knock those mop tops from England out of the top slot? Well, the all-American band, 
called The Beach Boys. Round, round, get around, I get around, yeah, get around, round, make you feel american when no, you hear the beach really. boys no <sighs> makes me feel annoyed speaking of music on this day in 1970 casey yeah. Kasem, yeah. casey Kasem, debuted the first american top 40 his mm. first top 40 countdown was that, wow. was july aired 4th? on this day july 4th in 1990 giving us this famous quote keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars it was his very first uh Sign off, oh, wow. and the last thing he said on his final show as hmm. well. Also gave us this famous quote: "This a god last goddamn time. I want somebody use his fucking brain to not come out of a goddamn record that is uh, that that's up tempo, and I got to talk about a fucking dog dying." That famous quote. <laughs> on this day in 1996, <laughs> Hotmail <sighs> first began. Did you oh, ever have a Hotmail account? I never did have. I never had. I made up some either. fake ones. Oh, bet for you did. Various purposes. I can only imagine what you did. But uh, up to no good. I never had a legit Hotmail account. I still have my same original email address. Me too. AOL. Yeah, me too. You're still an AOLer. AOLer? Yeah. Still that, got a few more hours left on that disc. <laughs> I gotta get that disc. <laughs> Pop it in there. I still have my AOL. The first one. Craziness. Um, Richard Branson sold Virgin Mobile on this day in 2006. For just a hair under a billion dollars. Just under. Just a, not just quite a, a billion. shade. Just a shade. In 2015, Matt Megatoad Stoney. Oh, this was a big day in the world of MLE. Oh, what's MLE? Major League Eating. Oh, oh, hot dogs. Yes. Hot dog eating. Matt Megatoad Stoney upset the champion, Joey Jaws Chestnut. <laughs> he was the eight-time champ there at the famous, Nathan's famous Coney Island hot dog eating contest. Ugh. Out of nowhere, Stoney comes out and just crushes him with 62 hot dogs in 10 minutes. My God. Unbelievable. I, it was one of those sports moments where you can't forget where you were when that happened. It was, I think we were all just riveted watching our televisions <laughs> during the broadcast of the competition. It was just one of those moments in sports like... Uh, do you believe in miracles when right. uh, when the, the the gold the miracle on the, ice yes. miracle on ice with the Olympic team um, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl? No, no one remembers. It's that. right up there. No with, one remembers with that. Those kind of moments. Here's the play-by-play -play of that of that historic win. About thirty seconds left to go. Chestnut is three behind. Paul, I think this kid is going to do it. This would be a huge upset. This would be Nova over Georgetown in '85. This would be the Pats over the Rams in Super Bowl '36. Youth is speaking in Coney Island today. Will Matt Stoney become the Jordan Spieth of tubed beef? <laughs> the Jordan Spieth of tubed beef. Yep. We should add a hot dog eating contest today. Instead of the ketchup sickles. No. July 4th, we could have had our own hot dog eating contest Ketchup today. sickles. Dude, we could have been pounding dogs. French, easy there. I know you love the tubed beef. Got tube beef in our mouth. Nothing better than... Who could put the most tubed beef in better the mouth. Like Eddie likes putting a tubed beef in his mouth. Oh, man. Missed opportunity. In this day in 2019, the U.S. publication Mad Magazine announced it would stop publishing new material oh, after 67 years. That made me sad. Big part of my uh, upbringing. 2019, record temperatures in Alaska as Anchorage reached 90 degrees Fahrenheit not on good. this day. It's probably not a good thing. Uh, 32 degrees centigrade, by the way. And uh, while we're talking about that eating competition, a, a year ago in 2021, Joey Chestnut, who came back, by the way, to uh, be the champion. Well, you can't keep him down. He's a goat. He's the goat of eating hot dogs. Tube beef. 
set a new record with 76 hot dogs Whew. in last year's contest. Man. The defending women's champ, Michelle Lesko, ate uh, 31 hot dogs hmm. in the same contest. So that's a world record by Joey Chestnut. And as of this time we're recording, we don't have the results of today's, <laughs> today's action-packed championship. But I'm tubed sure, beef eating contest. sure Joey was there. <laughs> All right, you know what we do? We find a food related to this day in history. We run it past Eddie Pat, seeing if it's something that he would like to eat or perhaps stick up his ass, then pull out. Oh, my God. We find out by pulling the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. The reels go round and round, and when they stop, if they match... Jackpot. That means Eddie's eating the food in question. However, if they're mismatched... <laughs> he's not going to go for it. Today's food, we were just talking about it. Mm-hmm. Nathan's famous Coney Island hot dog eating contest. On It was on this day in 1916 that Nathan's had their very first hot dog eating contest. James Mullen was the big winner that oh. day. It was a 12-minute contest back then. They've since sheared a couple minutes off of it. It's weird. 12 minutes? 12 minutes was the original time. Huh. It just recently became a 10-minute contest. That's what Joey Chestnut could do in 12 minutes. Destroy. The first time in 12 minutes, James Mullen ate 13 hot dogs oh, in 12 minutes. Well, they didn't have the technique perfected yet. No, it wasn't the dip in the water yeah, and yeah. the thing and everything. But like any sport, great innovations have yeah. been made over the years. And this training. Is, this is back in 1916. Yeah, you got to Year-round training. Yeah. So uh, I thought it would be interesting to ask Eddie Pence if he thinks he could eat 13 hot dogs in 12 minutes. That's today's food. Rather than just the, a food, it's... And it's a, uh, how you eat the food that we're going to be asking Eddie Pence about. Could you, Eddie Pence, eat 13 hot dogs in 12 minutes? It's only one way for us to find out. Let's pull that handle. Here we go. One hot dog, two hot dogs. Eddie Pence thinks he can eat 13 hot dogs in 12 minutes. He likes to take the tubes in and stick it down his throat. Uh, 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 uh. I don't want one in my butt, jackpot. Go away, you freak. You'd take one in your butt. You absolutely would. You think you can eat 13 hot dogs in 12 minutes? I've never tried. I'm a very fast eater. I eat very quickly. So the speed's not an issue. It's just I don't know if I could have that much go in. I don't know. I've always wondered that. Well, I think I luckily, could. I've got 13 hot dogs on the <laughs> counter in the kitchen. No, I don't. But I would like to try to see if I could do that. I bet you could eat 13 hot dogs. I think I could do it in 12 minutes. But in 12 minutes? I think I could. I don't know. I don't know. The, the speed's not a... I'm not issue with the speed. I just don't know if I can get it all in. All right, well, we need content I don't know. for later on in the week. <laughs> we might have a special... You know what? We'll do this for the live show. <laughs> We're doing a live four-star watch party on, uh, what's it going to be, Tuesday night? Tuesday night. Tuesday night, 7 p.m. is going to be the four-star watch party. Live for the four stars, recorded for the rest of yous. We're going to have Eddie Pence. 12 hot dogs. 13 13. hot dogs in 12 minutes. Okay. Oh, we got to sit here for 12 minutes and watch you eat hot dogs. Just dawned on Well, you can keep doing the show, and I'll just All right, that's a good idea. I'll I'll keep doing the show, and (laughs) your mouth will be full. So we won't get sturgid or anything else coming out <laughs> while you're eating. Well, I'm excited now. I think I can do this. All right. We're all looking I think forward I can do to it. Join us, join us Tuesday night, 7 p.m., four-star generals for Eddie Pence's uh, attempt to break the record. I think I can do this. The 1916. See if he could be an old-timey <laughs> competitive eater. And that's it for today's This Day in History. 
I pity the fool who ain't been schooled by Ralph recently. He's dropping college level knowledge with such accuracy. It got my head spinning faster than a drunk Eddie. And I'm rocking the backing track with a rap like a bad celebrity. I hope Cooperman loves my beats, cause that rhymes with LMB. And that's a rap for the Ralph Report today in history. Alrighty, now it's time to take a look at all the entertainment news in a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. Congratulations to Minions, The Rise of Gru. Oh. Number one at the box office this weekend. Not only number one, but crushed the previous four-day July 4th opening weekend record. Really? Isn't that crazy? Well, just last summer's, right? We were still in the middle of the pandemic, right? Yes, yeah, so. exactly, yeah. Okay. Um, Not all time July 4th. Right? No, no, no. Uh, it's going to be an estimated $137 million wow. at the box office for its opening. An estimated uh, $202 million worldwide. Wow. That's so, uh, first big animated hit of the post-COVID shutdown. Well, this was supposed to come office. out before COVID. This, yeah. has been, this has been pushed two years. They've been holding on this forever. Yeah. I didn't know the Minions were that big a deal still for kids. Are they still that popular? Colton still likes them. Mm. And it's still all over Universal Studios. If you go there, they're, yeah. they're shoving them down your throat. And if you got kids and it's the holiday weekend. You all got to go. What are you going to take them right. to, right? Sad news, Bruno Falcon, known as Poppin' Taco, has passed away. He was the star of the film Breakin', you may remember. Oh, yeah. He was a legendary hip-hop dancer and trailblazer. In fact, taught Michael Jackson how to pop and lock. Wow. And he has passed away at the age of 58, I believe it is. Dude, he yeah, was younger in Breakin'. Yeah, he was a kid. Wow. And uh, he played uh, Electro Rock 1. Opposite Ice-T in the movie Breaking, if you've ever seen that. Yeah. So, uh, sad news. We've lost a legend. Here's another stalker incident. I don't know why they let these guys go, but uh, Joshua Christian is his name. He was arrested for stalking Taylor Swift at her home in New York City. Apparently, found his way in through an empty uh, open door. <laughs> Prior to that, he was arrested and then charged with a uh, restraining order. After, in March, he screamed into the intercom at her home in New York City, you're dead, you know. You're holding her prisoner, and I'm here to set her free. Wow. Um, that piece of paper, though, that'll stop you. Yeah, that'll stop him, I'm sure. So, uh, for now, he is still in jail, but um, they're waiting to see if they he's... they got to figure out what to do with these talking kids, because these people are obviously mentally ill. Yes. And they need help. And if you're that obsessed with Taylor Swift, you're extra you, mentally you're ill. You're super mentally ill. You really have issues. Like a piece of paper warning you to stay away is not going to do it. If he's imagining she's being held captive by a black knight and he is a, sh a sh yeah. knight on shining armor, it, it's, it's... It's not going to matter. It's not going to They need matter. help. They need to be institutionalized yeah. and fixed. Put him in a program. Speaking of people who are inside, R. Kelly is on suicide watch, say authorities. Oh, no. But they say it's for his own good. Uh, his lawyers are firing back saying that it's punitive, that they're trying to punish him by putting him into solitary confinement and under suicide watch. And I agree. I say let him go into general population. Let pop. him go into general population. That'll be great. They like uh, child molesters in, the, in gen pop, Dude, as they call it. He should be happy he's in Or solitary. just put him in a room with some rope and a box of razors and, I don't know, some uh, tranquilizers, and then go take lunch. Yeah. And then we'll see what happens. Or maybe let the victims in. Maybe. See what happens. Maybe he's not a threat to himself. There's only one for, way for us to find out. <laughs> Gotta test that theory. Congratulations to Stranger Things. Netflix has announced that uh, Nielsen, which is now keeping track of streaming, mm. 
says the opening episodes of the final season of Stranger Things, an all-time record for U.S. streaming in a single week. Wow. The uh, week from May 30th to June 5th, when those new episodes dropped, 7.2 billion minutes of streaming in one week wow. to watch that show. That's a lot of time. Crushing the record established previously by Netflix's Tiger King in March of 2020. Oh, thank God that got toppled. So that did get toppled. More TV news. Magnum P.I. star Jay Hernandez thanks fans on social media after NBC picked up the canceled show from CBS for a fifth season. So Magnum P.I., a remake of an old show that wasn't good enough to stay on CBS, NBC has now picked it up and they're going to air a new fifth season on their network. When did Magnum... I didn't know it was still on the air. They, they just got canceled. Oh. It was been, it's been on for four seasons. I didn't know that. Yeah. And it was on at one point. I didn't know that. Yeah. Still going. So a fifth season will be aired on NBC. Well, good for everybody working on the show. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure happy for him, but it makes me wonder what's going on in NBC's slate right. of new fall dramas if they have to pick up a reheated Magnum S- P.I. from CBS. CBS. My God. We live in dark television times, if you're a network anyway. And Taron Egerton, or Edgerton, I always forget. Anyway, you know him, Rocket yes. Man, right? Yes. He says he's met with Marvel's Kevin Feige, and he would like a shot at following in his pal Hugh Jackman's footsteps as the next Wolverine. I think he could be a good Wolverine. I think he could too. I think he's more along the lines of the comic book yeah. Wolverine than Hugh Jackman was because yeah. he's smaller he's and smaller guy. compact. Yeah. And I think he would do a great job. I think he'd be a great Wolverine. I'm excited by that concept. So I hope it comes to pass. All right, let's take a look at today's celebrity birthdays. All these stars born on July 4th. It's got to suck to have a July 4th birthday, right? Yeah, no, you're just afterthought. Any holiday birthday's got to blow. Uh, Matt Malley, he's the bass player for the band Counting Crows. He's 59. Mr. Jones and me tell each other fairy tales how we step beautiful women. She's looking at you. Oh, no, no, she's looking at Carolyn Grimes, the actress, is 82 years old today. You may not know the name, but you know her earliest work. She was Zuzu in It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, yeah. Jimmy Stewart's little daughter, who is so obnoxious. Look, Daddy, teacher says every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. That's right. That's right. And a boy clown. <laughs> oh, that wasn't the public school she was going to. Yeah, right. Well, you're allowed to now. You well, now that's true. Yeah. Prayer there's no there's lines are blurred. That's it, Clarence. Good for you, Clarence. Why do you hate on that movie? It's dumb. It's not a dumb movie. It's, it's a dumb. great movie. Eva Marie Saint is 98 years old today. What a great actress she is and was. Singer Annette Beard of Martha and the Vandellas. Great girl group out of the Motown era. She is 79 years old today. Actress Gina Lollobrigida is 95 years old today. I'm going to tell you, Gina Lollobrigida, back in the day, she was somewhere else. I tell you, uh, up on a big screen with the big boobies. I love to watch her every movie. I go a touch of my pee-pee. Wow. 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 Get arrested doing that, sir. Guitarist Kirk Pengilly of NXS is 64. Down inside, 
Comedian Al Madrigal is 51. Do you know Al at all? I've met him a couple times. Yeah. I've met him a couple times too. He is a good dude and yeah, funny. Nice man. guy. Makes me laugh. Uh, singer John Waite is 70. Got his big break with a band called The Babies, who I love. Then also was the lead singer for Bad English. But he's also had a very successful solo career as well, like this hit. John 70 today. The Situation from Jersey Shore oh, celebrates a birthday. Good for him. Remember when that show was on and we're like, oh, I hope these guys enjoy their 15 minutes of fame because this <laughs> thing is going to flame out in about a week. They're still doing still fucking, seasons of goddamn Jersey Shore. Yeah, that, that show's still on the air? Yes. Fucking A, man. Unreal. Madness. He's 40 years old today. And percussionist Ralph Johnson of Earth, Wind, and Fire, 71. That's cool tonight. That's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. And now, because it's Monday, it's time for us to cool down on these hot summer days with a delicious taste treat, Eddie Pence. This comes from our neighbors to the north in Canada, as I mentioned last week. They were celebrating the first week of summer by handing these out for free to people hmm. at pop-ups all over Canada. French's ketchup is very popular up there because first they use all locally sourced tomatoes. It's okay. all 100% Canadian tomatoes. That's good. And they use cane sugar. They don't use any of that oh. fructose corn syrup right. or whatever nice. bullshit. Good stuff. Uh, and on top of it all, Canada loves their ketchup. Yeah. More than the United States. Really? Oh, yeah. I thought they were different. No. Well, they are different. They love it more than we do. Thought, if it was the same, they, they like would love it the same stuff amount like as other us. Stuff. I, thought they did. I know they dipped their fries in ketchup. I thought they were... Well, they have poutine up yeah, there, which is... Different people. Different, but... Uh, they 79% of Canadians surveyed said they love ketchup. Mm, man, I like Canadians. 63% of Canadians say that ketchup chips, which is a flavor of potato chip up there no that was i don't like those is their favorite those aren't good ketchup chips are awesome no, i hate those how can you love ketchup and hate ketchup chips because i don't i like ketchup when you're dipping it in something and it adds to the flavor but when the actual main flavor is ketchup it, it's, well no it's ketchup with potato chips no, it's, it's more ketchup flavored potato chips it's more ketchupy oh my god it's not as good in america the same survey only 63 percent responded affirmative when asked if they love ketchup yeah because people like you yeah I'm weirdos. I don't love it. We're to have mustard. So French, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, was handing out these Frenchicles, mm -hmm. and as I mentioned, they were kind enough to put the the recipe up there on the interwebs for us to share in their bounty because you couldn't get them down here in the United yeah, States. Yeah, so here's what I did: I went out and I found organic whole tomato ketchup okay. made with cane sugar. Oh. So it's as close to the French's ketchup as possible. <laughs> all right. I got all the other ingredients, which is tomato juice and also Frank's red hot sauce. Oh, the, oh a little, little kick to it. Yeah, for oh. that sweet and savory combo that's, we were talking about earlier. What's savory with Frank's red hot? I followed the recipe. Ugh. 
to the letter, right. blended it all up, poured it into my handy-dandy popsicle molds, <laughs> and the magic you're about to see unfold in front of you is the result. You two, three, and four-star generals, you can watch it on video for everybody else. Take a listen as we eat some tomato ketchup <sighs> popsicles Ugh. for Munch and Monday. Munch and Mondays, it's a fun day, and it's happening on the Ralph Report. Munchin' Mondays, Eddie's fun day. Will he vomit all over the floor? I don't eat fungus. I don't like it. I did, the, the thought of it makes me sick. The testicles are just all... Ra- I forgot to put my headphones on. Went to get the popsicles and I forgot to put my headphones back on. Here you go, kids. For you two, three, and four-star generals who are watching, I'm going to get close to the camera. Oh. I'll be right back. There you go. Homemade Frenchicles. What could be better? Oh. Yeah, baby. This is a summer treat. No, it's not. It's cooling and delicious. Salty, savory, sweet. Everything in one delicious bite. Handmade by me, by the way. I think I did a pretty you goddamn did a good job. Good job. You, did, you, did a, you did a nice job. They look delicious. Yeah. All right. Are you ready to try a Frenchicle? Thank God they're not shaped like penises. because. Oh, you would stick it up your ass. <laughs> let's let's see what it's like to be a it Canadian. Smells like ketchup. Let's see what. Well, I wonder why. I don't like. Let's this. see what our Canadian friends enjoyed that we couldn't uh, get here in the United States. I'm looking forward to sampling today's taste treat. All right, you ready? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, go. That's fucking awful. Oh, it's dude. good. How is that so bad? Mm. It's so bad. Mmm. No. This is awful. It tastes like a Bloody Mary. Oh, it just tastes like tomato mm. juice. If you added booze to this, it'd be perfect. Oh, it's awful. Bite a little bit off. Take a nibble. It's better. No, it's worse. Mm. Oh, God. It's good. <laughs> Come on, that's tasty. Oh, come on. That's not good, man. That's awful. Ugh. It's not. That's that's quite tasty. No, it's not. It tastes like Bloody Mary mix. Mmm. Oh. Oh, I'm not, not going to get that. That's going to be there forever. Mmm. That's not good. It is good. That's fucking gross. Mmm. I like ketchup. That's fucking gross. the deep throat this one. Oh. Oh. Holy shit, dude. You put that way back in there. Yeah, man. You have no idea what skills I possess. <laughs> That's, I didn't know you had that skill. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hey, did you try biting it? It's I did. I took it. a bite. It's better if It's you bite worse it. that I took a bite. Mm. That thing's disgusting. I love you, Canada, but what the fuck? Seriously. That is tasty. No, it's not. It just tastes like ice cold... Like an ice cold Bloody Mary, or right? I don't yeah. like that. No, oh, it's good. And I only like ketchup if I have it as a part of something else. I wonder if you could add vodka and the vodka wouldn't freeze. Hmm. <laughs> you could dip it in a cup of vodka. That's true. As like an ice cube. Use it as a swizzle stick. That's what I'm saying. Just yeah. drop it in your cup of vodka I and like then it. drink it that way. I like oh, it. it's awful, man. I'm glad I made a bite. How many did you make? Half a dozen. Fuck, dude. 
That's good stuff. Oh, those are gross. Those are fucking foul. Well done, Canada. Fuck no, Canada. <laughs> good news. Good news. Fuck, French I usually is, like you guys, but what French the hell? French's ketchup? You fuck guys up. scored with this one. You fucked up royally. It's that a is a crime against nature. That is a, that's a blessing. Mm. There's not enough water in this room. One more bite. Please stop. Oh. Mm. No. It it's well done. Disgusting. I love it. Disgusting. Two thumbs up from us Fucking here. Two thumbs down and middle fingers up on that shit. That's gross. <laughs> That's it for today's. Fuck that. <laughs> Bury that in the backyard. I don't think we have to do that. I think you, you do. can just not eat it. How about you, you do. just don't You'll eat keep it? Keep all the animals away. <laughs> That's it for today's Munchin oh. Monday. It's just another Munchin Monday. Eating is fun day. Something on a fun day. I hope I don't get the run stay. It's just another munch in Monday. And you're the ketchup guy. You I like love him. ketchup, but when I, it, it's got to be a part of something like a, on a hamburger or dip fries in it. Man. It can't just be ketchup. And that's got a little kick to it because of the Franks and everything. It just really. No. Well, fucking done. gross, Canada. Good stuff. One of the worst things you've ever done. All right, boys and girls, thank you so much for joining us on today's program. A little programming note. As you know, we prepare the Ralph Report a day in advance. So we are taking the 4th of July off today to spend some time with our families to do a little celebrating and to go see some fireworks. So we will not be doing a live news show for you tomorrow. That'll be a flashback episode. But then, Tuesday night, mm. we're doing our big four-star watch party. So all you four-star generals don't want to miss out because Eddie Pence is going to try to eat 13 <laughs> hot dogs in 12 minutes. I think I can do it. I think I can do it. No, I feel good about it. I'm going to get a bucket just in case. <laughs> do I get a cup of water? Can I dip in the water? You can do anything you want. All right. I'm going to put a bib on you and you can just go nuts. So uh, if you're a four-star general, make a point to be with us 7 p.m. on Tuesday night. You're not going to want to miss that. Everybody else, we'll talk to you with a brand-new show on Wednesday. We love it when you guys come and hang out with us. But in order for you to do that, you got to take care of yourself. So stay good in the hood. Because life is life. We want yours to be long, happy, and healthy. We'll talk to you again Wednesday morning. Until then, please know, love you, mean it, bye. Ha-ha, so-ha, ha-ha, got it, ha-ha, bye-bye. Take a better dance now. Bye, Menon.